0: Showcasing beloved favourites and forgotten gems, this is The Archive with Jason Drury on the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. From Ramsgate in Kent, England, I'm your host Jason Drury, welcoming you to a very special episode of the Cinematic Sound Radio Network's Archive show. As always, it's hello to our listeners at CinematicSound.net and wherever you get great podcasts that feature the show. It's great to have you join us once again. And if you're listening to the show through other podcasts or iTunes, please take the time to rate and review the show. It really helps get the show notice and introduces new listeners to the programme. We now, as you may know, have a new merchandise store where you can buy an archive local t-shirt or from any other of your favourite Cinematic Sound Radio Network programmes, as well as hundreds of other items, including some limited edition apparel. To see what is on offer, go to the TeePublic link on the webpage. Now this is a special show of the archive on the Cinematic Sound Radio Network, as it's the first one I have done which has featured music from just one label. Just before Christmas 2020, Quartet Records released four titles, of which, when I saw them, in my opinion, I thought I could make a complete show out of. And this is exactly what I have done. Now, to make the show even more special, I have asked my good friend, Free music restorer and mastering engineer, Chris Ballone, to join us to give his opinions on all four releases, as He worked on all of them. So without question, the music you hear today, the show has high quality guaranteed. Now later in the programme, we will have music from the re-recording of Bernard Herrmann's score for the 1972 British horror mystery film Endless Night. Music from the classic 1969 Oscar winning film Midnight Cowboy, with music composed and supervised by John Barry. And we finish off with John Addison's wonderful score for the 1977 epic World War II drama, a bridge too far but we start this special show or could we describe one of the soundtrack releases of 2020 in december quartet records released a three disc set of a landmark score in tribute to a maestro of a composer who sadly passed away in july the good the bad and the ugly epic spaghetti western directed by sergio leone and starring clint eastwood as the good lee van cleef as the bad and Eli Wallach as the Ugly. During the American Civil War, a bounty hunting scam joins two men in an uneasy alliance against a third in a race to find a fortune in gold buried in a remote cemetery. The score composed by the great Ennio Morricone is widely considered to be one of the greatest and most original film scores in history. The score complements the film's American Civil War scenes containing the mournful ballad the story of a soldier, which is sung by prisoners as Tuco, Ila Wallach, is being tortured by Angel Eyes, Lee Van Cleef. The film's famous climax, a three-way Mexican standoff, begins with the melody of The Ecstasy of Gold, and is followed by The Triple duel. This epic showdown is considered by many film critics as one of the most electrifying climaxes ever filmed, and the music is an integral component of the drama. Now let's see now what Chris Ballone thinks of the music of The Good The Bad and the Ugly.
1: The Good, the Bad and the Ugly has seen something close to 60 different pressings during, I guess, what we'd now term the era where the vinyl LP record reigned supreme. In the CD era, we've seen three major releases. The first of these from EMI in 1985 was the LP album content. GDM then expanded this in 2001 and Capitol did a slightly different expansion in 2004. The reason for thinking about all this is that The Good, the Bad and the Ugly was, and is, a popular title that has remained an active catalogue disc for decades in both Europe and the USA. And it's good to understand that context, so we know how this new edition from Quartet Records comes in. This release happens to be part of Quartet's 10th anniversary celebration. Happy anniversary to Jose Benitez. And it comprises three CDs, one each being good, bad and ugly. Discs one and two showcase the score pretty much in sequence of the extended cut of the film and in mono. Also on disc two are several bonus tracks comprising alternates as well as the famous main title music with cannon fire. Kaboom! Disc 3 showcases Ennio Morricone's brilliant 34 minute stereo album that he assembled back in 1966. But to me, the coolest thing about this release is the packaging. There's a sharp design by Nacho Gavantes featuring a great selection of stills and behind the scenes photos. And then there's the wonderful liner notes by Tim Grieving. They really are excellent. And Tim was able to conduct a new interview with Clint Eastwood specifically for this release, which I think is cool to get Mr Eastwood's perspective, given his career as an actor, director and composer, a man of many talents. I think the legacy of the good, the bad and the ugly is how fresh and inventive it was, and it still is. You listen to it and it hasn't really dated, and it's nearly 55 years old. It's as clever and engaging and captivating as the film is. And it's one of those note perfect scores where you realize how inextricably linked it is to the imagery of the film. For example, if you turn off the sound, and watch Eli Wallach running around a cemetery, or the finale with the cutting back and forth between extreme close-ups and wide angles. It's the image and the music that heightens our emotions, that really cranks everything up to 11. And what we have now on this three CD set from Quartet is opportunity to take a deep dive on everything Ennio Morricone did for the film, and relish in some of the best music for the screen and off the screen.
0: Now, by training through this wonderful three-disc set, I have produced a suite which, like the album, is a mix of mono and stereo to showcase this landmark score. As always, I do hope you enjoy it. So now, without further ado,
1: here now is the good, the bad, and the ugly.
2: Thank you.
0: That was music from the classic 1966 epic Italian Western The Good, The Bad and The Ugly with a original score composed by Ennio Morricone and performed by the Orchestra Sinfonia Italia conducted by Bruno Niccali. The original soundtrack recording has been remastered by our good friend Chris Ballone and like all the releases on today's show was released just before Christmas by Quartet Records.
3: This is The Archive with Jason Jury on the Cinematic Sound Radio
1: Network.
0: Welcome back to the show. Next up, we have a re-recording of a Bernard Herrmann score from 1972 score is from Endless Night, directed by Sidney Gillatt and starring Hayley Mills, Peter Egland, Pierre Orkerson, Hill Bennett and Jules Saunders. Based on the 1967 novel Endless Night by Agatha Christie, the plot follows a newlywed couple who feel threatened after building their dream home on cursed land. Chris
1: By the time Endless Night was made, the Herman-Hitchcock partnership had broken down and the composer had made England his permanent home. Consequently, Endless Night neatly fits in a window of time just before Herman was discovered by young filmmakers of the era, such as Brian De Palma and Martin Scorsese. So it's a score that looks back to the romantic Herman of earlier years, but also forward to his more frightening work that would follow in the final years of his life. For Endless Night, Herman employed the eerie tonalities of the Moog synthesizer to suggest, as liner note writer and associate producer Frank DeWald informs us, menace beneath the romance. There's also a lovely classical soprano performed beautifully by Niria Rial. This new recording from Quartet Records is performed by the Basque National Orchestra conducted by Fernando Velazquez. The recording is produced by Jose Benitez and Edouard Dubois.
0: transmitted for the 1972 film Endless Night with original score composed by Bernard Herrmann. This re-recording was performed by the Basque National Orchestra conducted by Fernando Velázquez and mastered by Chris Ballone and released by Quartet Records. This is The Archive with Jason Jury on the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. Welcome back to the show. Now the next quartet release we're going to feature today is their two-disc set of the classic Oscar-winning 1969 drama Midnight Cowboy based on the 1965 novel of the same name directed by John Schlesinger and starring John Voight and Dustin Hoffman. Set in New York City Midnight Cowboy depicts the unlikely friendship between two hustlers naive prostitute Joe Buck played by Voight and alien conman Ratzel Witzel played by Hoffman. Schlesinger was a director that Barry had worked with on TV commercials in the early 60s. He had a deep understanding of music that immediately impressed Barry, and it was he that discovered Everybody's Talking by Harry Nielsen. Barry was greatly impressed when Sessage had laid Everybody's Talking into the film's final print to accompany Joe's Buck's journey to New York. Quote, It worked so incredibly well. It had a marvellous kind of movement. John Voigt kicks the swing door open and he's off as that guitar comes in. We took Harry into the studio and we re-recorded it to fit each segment to picture. Unquote. Arguably, the most moving musical moment is at the film's end, when Rizzo dies on the coast journey to Florida. Barry's view of the scene and the cue is this. Quote, you drive down New York City's bad streets and see those guys walking around. The scene turns over and over in your mind. There's no hope. That's what life is like there. Terrible sadness. That's where the main theme comes from. I wrote the whole thing in an apartment on Seventy Second Street in twenty minutes. Unquote. Here now is Chris Perlon's views on Midnight Cowboy.
1: To me, it's almost impossible to separate the imagery of this film from its music, from the song "Everybody's Talkin," performed by Harry Nilsson that opens the picture in a somewhat positive and upbeat way to the haunting and forlorn harmonica that quietly closes the stark black and white credits. This is film music at its best. But Midnight Cowboy is not a film score in the way that we would have considered traditional at that point in 1969. It was acting as musical supervisor that composer John Barry would help select and record all the music heard in the film, as well as supply his own themes. What ended up on record in 1969 was a Grammy award-winning album that provided selections of songs and new performances of some of the score highlights. And it's an album that has been preserved on disc one of this new two CD set from Quartet Records. Disc 2 premieres the music as heard in the film. For those that know the movie intimately, this is the first time we've been able to hear all the subtle variations on Everybody's talking, to hear the score cues as recorded for the film, and the modifications made to the songs – for example, the Moog synthesizer and percussion overlays in the party sequence. Quartet's two CD set also features the most comprehensive dissertation ever written about the music from Midnight Cowboy, courtesy of film music journalist John Burlingame. The Midnight Cowboy 2 CD set is a celebration of 10 years of Quartet Records, and it was all possible thanks to Jose Benitez from Quartet, MGM Studios, Universal Music, and the estate of legendary engineer-producer Phil Ramon. Now then, music from Midnight Cowboy.
3: Everybody's talking at me I don't hear a word they're saying Only the echoes of my mind People stopping staring I can't see their faces Only the shadows of their eyes I'm going where the sun keeps shining pouring rain Going well the weather suits my clothes Banking off of the northeast winds Sailing on summer breeze Skipping over the ocean like a stone like a stone Everybody's talking at me Oh, everybody's talking at me Can't hear a word they're saying Only the echo
0: That was music from the 1969 classic Oscar winning drama Midnight Cowboy with the original score composed and supervised by John Barry. This wonderful new complete two disc set has been recently released by Quartet Records so now sadly we're coming to the end of this special edition of the archive on the cinematic sound radio network as i play now the fourth and final release from quartet records released over the christmas period of 2020. music from a bridge too far the 1977 epic war film based on the 1974 novel of the same name directed by richard attenborough with a screenplay by william goldman it was the second film based on the book by historian Cornelius Ryan to be adapted for the screen after 1962's The Longest Day. There was a second film based on the events of World War II's failed Operation Market Garden after 1946's There Is The Glory. The ensemble cast included Dirk Bogart, James Kahn, Michael Caine, Sean Connery, Edward Fox, Elliot Gould, Gene Hackman, Anthony Hopkins, Hardy Kruger, Laurence Olivier, Ryan O'Neill, Robert Redford, Maximilian Schell, and Liv Oldman. Chris Malone.
1: A Bridge Too Far. It's a film that, through the lens of many silver screen stars, depicts the events of the failed Operation Market Garden during World War II. It was particularly interesting to me that composer John Addison supplied this this failed military operation with a memorable, upbeat and catchy march. And it's a theme that he returns to numerous times throughout the score. And I talk about this a little bit in the tech talk of the liner notes. That's because John Addison was a tank officer during World War II. He served in the mission presented on screen. So I guess what I'm saying is that Firstly, I think it's a great march. It's really enjoyable. Secondly, if anyone was qualified to write music for Operation Market Garden, to even decide if a march was appropriate and evoked the right mood, seems to me it was John Addison. And his music is great. He scored the moments of tension appropriately, the moments of release, and its thematic material is accessible music. This release from Quartet Records is kind of a surprise for all of us in a way. And that's because as soundtrack fans, we probably assumed that the original soundtrack album that came out in 1977, has been on CD a few times, was essentially it as far as music from the score. Whilst that's kind of true, it actually ended up being a recording specifically made for the album. John Addison recorded A Bridge Too Far at CTS Studios in England, which was then branded as the Music Centre, with John Richards as his engineer. He returned there shortly after the film sessions and recorded arrangements of the major pieces specifically for the original soundtrack album. The film and album versions are sometimes similar, but generally it seems that Addison took the opportunity to make his album reflect more of the type of tempo and the little bit of polish that he would in more of a concert setting. What's particularly interesting about John Addison is that this score seemed to represent a watershed moment or a a nexus of opportunity for him. Shortly after completing the project, he relocated his family to Los Angeles. And from there, he continued to write great music, mostly in television, including his famous Murder, She Wrote theme.
0: So here now is music from the 1977 World War II epic, A Bridge Too Far. The original score composed and conducted by John Addison. The original soundtrack recording is available, like all of the rest of the music you've heard on today's show, from Quartet Records. Thank you very much for joining us. I do hope you enjoyed today's show. My enormous thanks goes to Quartet Records and Jose Benitez for their assistance on today's show and particularly my good friend Chris Ballone who has been kind enough to send us his views on all of the four scores which he was involved in the remastering of each of them. And hopefully soon we can do another show showcasing the releases of Quartet Records. That I hope will be in the near future, but until then, until the next time we meet, for me, Jason Drury, as always, is take care, stay safe, and happy listening.
3: Tuning in to the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. I want to thank Tim Burden for providing his voice for all the bumpers and stingers you hear throughout the program, and David Cosina for providing Cinematic Sound Radio's theme music. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at cinematicsound@yahoo.com. at yahoo.com. You can find us on social media at CIN Sound Radio on Twitter and Cinematic Sound on Facebook. And if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please take a moment right now to rate the show and write a Brief review. Reviews help introduce potential listeners to the show. And while you're at it, head over to T Public to get a Cinematic Sound Radio T-shirt. And don't forget to check out Cinematic Sound Radio at CinematicSound.net.